everybody. Welcome to The Wake Up for, uh, what's today? Wednesday, October 7th, 2020. Here's what's happening in Hollywood, the media biz, and social platforms with Howard Stern, Second City, Magic Johnson, and other name dropping to be had. Brought to you by the freshest Colombian coffee you can get, Devotion Coffee. And over in the trailer house, it's all about Netflix, who gave us two yesterday. Or I guess, well, one and a half. The first was a teaser for Selena the series. That's based on the famous Mexican singer who was killed in the mid-90s and previously played by J-Lo in a movie. That series debuts on Netflix December 4th. And the second is for the four-episode season of My Next Guest Needs No Introduction. That hits Netflix in two weeks on the 21st, and the trailer link with Downey, Kardashian, Chappelle, and Lizzo is in the episode notes. I don't want the details of being in prison. Are you sure? I'm uncomfortable. All right, good. You smoke weed, baby? Yes, I'm high as a kite now. (laughs) Oh, my wish. (laughs) Now over to Hollywood. Apple TV has signed Oscar-winning director Barbara Koppel to do a four-part docuseries on supermodels called uh, The Supermodels. Well, that was easy. Imagine documentaries will produce, and it will focus on four big names from the late 80s and 1990s. Cindy Crawford, Naomi Campbell, Linda Evangelista, and Christy Turlington, all of whom will also executive produce. In sports docus, Rick Famuyiwa has signed on to direct a docuseries on Magic Johnson, according to Variety. Rick's movies include, of course, Dope, Brown Sugar, and HBO's Anita Hill movie, Confirmation. The docuseries has financial backing, but no network or streaming home yet. And you gotta think The Last Dance is kinda what they're going for here. That one is expected to be finished sometime next year. Oscar-winning writer Stephen Gagan is going to adapt and direct a project based on the Pulitzer Prize-winning surfing memoir Barbarian Days by William Finnegan for Amazon, according to Deadline. Ted Hope is on board to produce. Obviously, it is not a literal book about surfing, but more about what William learned from it that has guided his life otherwise. So, more Thoreau than Spicoli. If you ever wondered what would happen if World War Z met Thomas the Tank, uh, well, first of all, we gotta talk. But we are about to find out uh, somewhat, as World War Z and Monsters Ball director Mark Forster has signed on to direct a Thomas the Tank movie for Mattel, according to the trades. Okay, fine. Mark most recently did the Christopher Robin movie, so it's not out of left field. Although no studio is attached as of yet. And I'm now convinced that Peacock is determined to get me to say Girls 5 Eva in every podcast this week, as Paula Pell is the latest casting announcement, joining Busy Phillips, Renee Elise Goldsberry, and Sarah Bareilles in the cast. But that only makes four. So Peacock, you got two days left to fill out that podcast punch card. And we'll finish out with a couple of short random notes. Uh, The newly reformed Temple Hill production outfit has set a multi-year first-look TV deal with Lionsgate. Cameron Hall's syndicated TV show has been renewed for a third season at Walt Disney TV. And we'll round out with a congrats to exec Charlotte Sumter Bridget, who has joined Churnin Entertainment as SVP of Film and TV. She comes over from being the production partner for director Tim Story. Next up, over to the media biz and social platforms. With a Facebook update, uh, clever, Second City up for sale, a potential new deal for Howard Stern, and noteworthy departures at Bon Appetit and The Cut, plus today's pop quiz. And let's go with the Oscars. No, I still don't have one. But what did screenwriter Stephen Gagan win his Oscar for? And bonus points if you can name either documentary that Barbara Koppel got her two statues for doing. The answer, after a coffee break with Devotion Coffee. 
In a world obsessed with freshness and where your food comes from, most people don't think about their coffee. Sometimes you'll see on a bag when the beans are roasted, but you really have no idea when those beans left their country of origin, where it's very possible those beans could have been sitting around for anywhere from six to nine months. But with Devocion, you know you're getting the freshest Colombian coffee experience possible. Devocion FedExes their beans every week up from Bogota to their roastery in Williamsburg, Brooklyn. So the coffee gets from Bogota to in your cup in as little as a 10-day time frame. And Devocion makes it super easy to order. Go to Devocion.com, that's D-E-V-O-C-I-O-N.com. They have a wide variety of beans to choose from sourced from various areas of Colombia, and they tell you which one on each bag. You get free shipping on your first order of just 50 bucks or more and enter the code WAKEUP at checkout and get 20% off your first order. So you don't have to even leave your house to get your coffee and it's probably less expensive than if you did. That's Devocion.com. Enter the code WAKEUP and that link and code are both in the episode notes. Check it out today. And now the answer to today's pop quiz... Stephen Gagan won his screenwriting Oscar for Traffic back in 2001, and Barbara Koppel won back in 1977 for Harlan County, USA, a documentary about an early 70s coal mining strike, and again in 1991 for American Dream. That one dove into a Hormel meatpacking factory strike back in the mid-1980s. Now over to the media biz and social platforms. Until now, Facebook has treated its QAnon problem kind of like how Trump has treated COVID. He knows it's there and has taken a few steps here and there to eradicate it, but uh, overall, what are you going to do? However, just as Trump now knows the real deal about COVID, Facebook is banning all pages, groups, and Instagram accounts related to QAnon. Facebook just also plain old removed a Trump post yesterday saying that COVID was less lethal than the flu. So check out the big brain on Facebook. However, the House subcommittee investigating Facebook, Amazon, Apple, and Google handed in their report yesterday after a 16-month investigation, saying essentially, yeah, these guys are monopolies. The heads of the companies are due to appear before Congress at the end of the month, so that might come up. Howard Stern is closing in on a deal renewal with Sirius XM for $120 million a year. That's well above his $80 to $100 million from his previous contracts, according to Bloomberg. No word on the content terms or, well, much else here. His current contract finishes up at the end of the year. And two departures to note in the online publishing world. Popular chef Claire Saffitz announced that she's leaving Bon Appetit, according to Variety and her Instagram account. She hosted the popular Gourmet Makes segments where she would recreate popular foods like Twinkies or Combos. But now she's going to, quote, do her own thing going forward, which includes her first cookbook that comes out on October 20th. And Stella Bugby is leaving her SVP and editor-in-chief role at The Cut, according to WWD. She's going to stay on in an editor-at-large role at the Vox Media Company, still working on their podcast and writing a column for their site, which had an all-time high of 14 million readers back in June. Also, business news site Quartz is back up for sale after it was bought by a Japanese media company just two years ago. And it looks like they're going to take a very sizable loss compared to the $86 million that the company paid for it. That's all according to the Wall Street Journal. And the Second City brand is up for sale by its current owner, a guy named Andrew Alexander, according to Variety. He stepped down as CEO earlier this summer. He says it's time for a new generation with fresh ideas to take over and bring it to the next level. So interpret that as you will. The Chicago and Los Angeles theaters are dark, of course, but there are actually shows going on right now up in Toronto. So if you've got some bucks and want to own an iconic comedy brand, give Houlihan Loki a call. Uh, That's an investment bank, not a guy, as I found out this morning. (laughs) 
In today's programming notes, there is, of course, a very well-distanced VP debate at 9 p.m., where you can at least uh, sort of remember what these debates used to sound like before Trump brought his uh, Dr. Evil tactics to the format. I want you... Stop. You know You're like a child. And in what we'll call the other end of the spectrum, uh, Adam Sandler drops his new Netflix movie, Hubie Halloween, with Kevin James, Julie Bowen, Steve Buscemi, and Ray Liotta. Well, at least that last guy's a new addition. And a congrats to the Seattle Storm, who took the WNBA title last night. The Storm won their second championship in three years and fourth overall. But please give this podcast a full five stars over on the Apple Podcasts. Okay, that segue was a little blatant, but it does go a long way to help out the podcast if you would. And for those who don't know where it is, when you're on the Wake Up page in the app, just uh, scroll down a bit past the episodes and you'll see the ratings and review section there. The review, of course, is certainly optional, but uh, great to hear from whoever's listening out there. But of course, we can't leave today without 2020 kicking us in the crotch one more time, taking Eddie Van Halen with it. So, guessing you've heard a lot of eruption and hot for teacher over the past 24 hours, but arguably this was his most listened to guitar riff ever. So, make the most of your day, everybody. Even if, uh, let's face it, you'll never do something as cool as this. I'll see you tomorrow.